0: Break the chain, Break the cycle Bringing to you Shardes World Short Story Podcasts We want to tell you a story Listening Hello lovely listeners and welcome to the final Shadi's World short story podcast. Well actually it's not the final final podcast, just the final for this series until we can raise enough to make the next set. So if you've loved what you've heard so far and would like to hear more of the same then please head over to the donation page on my website which is wwwshades worldcom and even if it's a pound, every little bit helps. Um, this week's short story is called Diplomatic Pounds by the amazing Amaata Aido. It's from a collection of her short stories by the same name and it's published by Ayiba Clark Publishing Limited unfortunately unlike all the other podcasts that we've done so far we weren't able to include an interview with the author for this podcast so you'll just have to make do with me wittering on i just have a few things to talk about most of the stories you've heard are part of collections so i'd like you to just go out buy the books and read chica's story possessing the secret of joy was part of an anthology called African Love Stories and published by Ayiba Clark Limited. Chuma's story, Condoling the Twins, comes from his collection of short stories called How to Spell Niger and it's published by Gundenston. I probably got that all wrong. Chibunda's story isn't part of an anthology, but you can go out and buy her book. It's called The Spider King's Daughter and is in all good bookstores. So that's all my housekeeping done. And on to the story of the week, which is read by the amazing Tayo Eleshin Diplomatic Pounds.
1: Believe me, I wasn't aware that I had some kind of a foolproof solution to her weight problems. My poor Cecile had become something of a collector of bathroom skills. Analogue, electronic and combinations of both. And frankly, that's what comes of not listening to me. Her mother. I can still see us two girls in Abidjan, Rio, Prague and everywhere else The sent her father calmly chatting about this thing. As if we were not Africans. I would tell her, Cecile, there's no answer. The only answer is not to eat. Look at me. I would command her. And when she was younger, she would actually look at me before saying softly, I know, I know, lady, I know. She and her brothers call me Lady. Of course, they borrowed that name for me from my mother and all their relatives when they were growing up. From her mid-teens, any time I asked Cecile to look at me, she jumped up and started screaming that we were two different people. And she knew she could never be like me. When she hit her mid-twenties, and by the time she got married, she would still jump up and scream that we were two different people and all that. But then she had graduated to adding that she didn't want to be like me anyway. What's the point of being in the diplomatic service if one isn't going to explore the foods of other people? Aye, Cecile, it was my turn to scream. That this was not part of your father's mission, that he and his family carry the weight of his job on their person. Cecile, it's not even part of the cultural brief. And then look at this way. This life is full of lunches, cocktails and dinners. Look at us in a place like London, I would command. That was when her father got one of the plums, the court of St. James. I used to tell Cecile, darling, look at us here. If I've learnt anything as your father's wife, it's this. Apart from the UN in New York and Rome itself, plus the Vatican, London has the most embassies in the world, over 100 Cecile, over 100. How are we to cope if we eat our way through everyone's celebration days? Eh, huh, Cecile? I finally gave up completely when she began to ask me what life would be worth if everyone behaved like me and ate nothing at all. And then being Africans and with so much hunger on our continent, wasn't it sheer insensitive cheek that we had food but we would not eat because we didn't want to get fat? Cecile owns bathroom scales from the early nineteen twenties to tomorrow morning. Wooden affairs with touches of antique elegance and rural charm. Contemporary health o-meters that measure weight, body fat, blood pressure, bone mass, you just name it, and everything else in between. Shocking, huh? And they're everywhere in this house. At least one in each of the three or four general bathrooms, and three in the couple's bathroom ensuite. suite. There's a pair of scales at the back of an unused drawer in the kitchen. There's a pair hidden under one of the two fake fringed European period chairs. And that's right here in the lounge. Louis cators, Cécile had declared with some triumph to me once when I commented on them. Louis cators will those be fringe? I had wondered to myself. After all, I am the family expert in these matters. I am Madame Ambassadeur, Even though my daughter doesn't seem to appreciate this or any of my other unique gifts and experiences and accomplishments. My poor Cécile, In this house, there are bathroom scales inside wardrobes and by other clothes racks. There are scales behind every single door, upstairs, downstairs, and in the basement too. And for me, what is really shocking is discovering that each one of these monsters work perfectly. Can you imagine? Clearly, the only way Mrs. Wiggleton feels confident about her ability to monitor her weight is to have bathroom scales spring on her wherever she's at home, in her house, so to speak. The psychiatrist said this wickedly and turned to me with an ugly wink, as if to ask me to agree with him that Cecile has gone gaga. Can you imagine? His patients and my daughter. Where are his professional ethics? Don't psychiatrists take the oath of Socrates or whoever? Believe me, although the lighting in his office was not the best in the world, it might also have been my own poor eyes, you know. I could have sworn that after the wink, he kept a smirk on his face and I had to summon all my powers not to pick my handbag to wipe it off. Am I wrong, Mrs. Wiggleton? It took my Cecile about two full minutes to answer him. Can you imagine? She shouldn't have bothered at all. You're not wrong, doctor. My poor daughter normally speaks with such a clear and confident ring, but she said this in such a tiny voice it broke my heart to hear her. And that's what I'm talking about, Cecile continued. It's as if those scales have been reading my mind all this time and my mother does not want to believe me. That when I woke up this morning, all the bathroom scales in my house had gotten together and formed some kind of a giant wall or barrier. They wouldn't let me enter the kitchen. At all? At all, doctor. Could you get anywhere else? Yes. So it was only the kitchen you couldn't enter. Only the kitchen. And doctor, shh, shh, don't tell anybody, especially my mother. And with me sitting right there. To make sure that I never miss an opportunity to weigh myself, I've put quite a bit of money into a couple of the new robotic bathroom scales. They are programmed to ring or beep anytime I get near them. Can you imagine? Very, very shocking. The robot will ring for only her to hear. Not her husband, not her children, and definitely not me. After all, since this crisis, I've been in her house walking around and not heard a thing. My poor darling child. The doctor whistled. Then, extraordinary, he whispered under his breath. I could not stand the thought of going to him in the first place. And that was just the idea. Even before I met him, it occurred to me that he was secretly laughing at my Cecile. But her father thought we should. And you know how he is when he gets an idea into his head. Oh boy. (laughs) So what? All that it means is that before you can say Gulf of Guinea, this business will be all over the place. We are high class. In fact, our family is the highest. After all, who else among our people here in London are ambassadorial retirees, eh? Admit that there are a few of them in the service too. I mean the diplomatic service, but none of them got to be ambassadors, not really. And so they like to pull us down. People don't change because they now live here in London instead of Accra, Lagos, Freetown or Morovia. In fact, they are worse here. Life is easier, so people have more time to gossip. They'll be whispering how the ambassador's daughter has gone crazy. But Cecile has not gone crazy. She's just having a little nervous breakdown. So you have been listening to Shade's
0: World short story podcast and I have to admit I'm a little bit sad because this is the last in the series until we raise enough money to do the next set of podcasts so please if you've liked what you've heard so far go to my website at the moment and you'll see all the information how you can help us make the next series happen if you've liked what you've heard today or up to date please share with all your friends it's free to download stream listen to anywhere on any of the devices that you use whether it's a tablet an iphone an android and if you want to get in touch with me i'm on twitter at imagine underscore this or you can also hit us up on facebook please give us a thumbs up there and this is me shadi adenirant till next time laters peeps